0: Hello and welcome to Weird Around Illinois. If you've been listening to our podcast over the last month or so, you've probably heard a particular place come up time and time again. That place is Bussy Woods. Enough stuff has happened there now that we have to ask the question about yet another place. What the heck is going on in Bussy Woods? Let's get weird. First, let's start with telling you where Bussy Woods is. It's basically between uh, Schaumburg and Elk Grove Village and Arlington Heights. It's like it's right at the center of that triangle of those three areas. It is a very popular forest preserve area. A lot of people go there to fish in Bussy Lake. A lot of people go there to hike. It draws people from nearby attractions like Woodfield Mall. Uh, you've got O'Hare Airport just to the, the east of it. So a lot of people who are flying in and visiting, just looking for a place to walk through nature in between business meetings or something, they find themselves in Bussy Woods. Honestly, I'd have to say it's probably one of the more popular forest preserves in, in Cook County, maybe in all of Illinois. <laughs> Certainly every time we've been there, it's been pretty busy. Yeah, There've been a number of things that have happened in and around Bussy Woods, and some of them have been fairly recent. So, we thought we'd take a closer look at some of these things. The main thing that uh, I often think of when I think of Bussy Woods and, and that whole Outgrove, O'Hare area is UFO sightings. Um, there have been a lot of them. I mean, uh, it all kind of started with that huge UFO that was spotted over O'Hara Airport in 2006. And I know we've talked about that one on separate podcasts. That, that one, to me, is still the one that... Is undeniable, and I don't understand how everyone just kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, "Well, wow, those two thousand people
1: must have been seeing things." It's not quite something you, should, you could just walk away from.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. They did, and I guess that that shows the way UFO encounters went for many years before the government started to, you know, actually accept the possibility of UFOs as they have recently. But. Um, there were about 30 more UFO sightings in the O'Hare area over the last 10 years. Some credible, some not so credible. But if we were to break it down even further, about a dozen of those UFO sightings were in the immediate area of Bussy Woods. On the one hand, you might find yourself saying, okay, well, you're close to an airport. There's a lot of things flying over. Maybe people are mistaking airplanes for UFOs. But if you dig deeper into some of these sightings, it's actual airport personnel seeing a lot of them. And they know what an airplane looks like. They see them every day.
1: Yeah, and they'd have ways of figuring out if that's really a plane. You know, they'd have technology available at least.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, look at, well, when we saw our UFO on the 4th of July, first thing we did was look at our phones and look at the flight patterns and everything to see what was in the area. and you know, we knew right away that wasn't anything on, on the flight path. Um, if we could do that on our phones in our own backyard, imagine what they can do at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can scan it,
1: even <laughs> if it is a real, a real plane. Yeah. Let's just
0: keep that UFO idea in the back of our mind as we talk about some of the other things that have been spotted around there. Now, this one is a little bit thinner, but dogman sightings in the area. I know we've talked about... Uh, Dogman sightings at Salt Creek, we have investigated those. Some have been as thin as just a howl, some people claim to have seen something in their neighborhood near Salt Creek. The thing that really struck me was one of our listener comments when, when they actually dared us to go fishing in Bussy Woods at night because oh. of, uh, you know, the, the, it was in response to one of our Dogman investigations. I presume they were talking about
1: Dogman. Yeah. Yeah, it gives us that gave us uh the idea to get to go there in the first place. I mean, I think before that comment we weren't even thinking about going. Right. Just another forest preserve.
0: Yeah. And then we conducted our investigation out there and had you know, very there was one or two odd things, but nothing nothing too serious. Um, but then at the end of it was that police comment. I was talking to that police friend of mine who works in the area and he, he was saying uh, when I I was you know kind of jokingly talking about us you know maybe seeing or maybe hearing Dogman in the woods he he very seriously said I don't know could have been there's some strange stuff in Bussy Woods and he never elaborated I asked him to to give a little more information and he he would not
1: so that's that's so odd you'd think they would at least say something about it
0: yeah. It, it was i think he i think he realized he said more than he probably should have mm. and didn't want to go any further and then you know there's the other dogman account from scary stories nyc yeah it was a.
1: it was a like Dogman with wings i believe it was an elk grove cemetery and Elk Grove Cemetery, as we as we've as we've noticed
0: with how much time we've spent in Elk Grove recently, yeah. uh, is really really close to
1: Bussy Woods. It's like yeah. a like a one minute drive away. I and, remember we could literally see it from the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That one somehow the dog man with wings was like in the uh, trees. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. But...
0: Yeah, that was a creepy one. Um... And there's a couple of creepy ones on Scary Stories NYC. For being NYC, he seems to have a lot of good Illinois stories in there. He must have a lot of friends in Illinois. Yeah, or at least a few. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. That was like a half Dog Man, half Moth Man kind of sighting, and that leads into the Mothman sightings. There, there were a lot, like around the O'Hare and Champaign area, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the ones closer to O'Hare, it seemed like there were a few of those kind of combined Mothman-alien sightings. Or, you know, Mothman under a UFO, or Mothman with a gray alien, or something like that. But then as you get out toward Bussy Woods, they're just the more traditional Mothman sightings. You know, the huge winged creature, or, as I was telling you earlier, like a winged gargoyle. I think two of the three sightings in in the... Um, Bussy Woods area actually actually used the word gargoyle, which I found interesting, because that's, that's not a word that gets used very often. And for two different people to use that word to describe this thing, I, I, it's clear in my mind they were seeing the same thing. Then we get to some of the less um, paranormal, but equally weird things that have happened over the last, uh, the very Well, a couple in very recent history. Um, The one that kind of encouraged us to make this podcast, about, was it one day or two days after we were last in Bussy Woods that the plane crashed there? Just just one day. Yeah, just one day. And and it was almost the exact spot where we were standing in Bussy Woods. (laughs) Yeah, it was that exact
1: end, the south end.
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, wow. So there was a a plane flying from Iowa to O'Hare, and the plane crashed in Bussy Woods, at the the south area where we were and where a lot of people were
1: looking for the Bigfoot for the uh, the radio contest. Yeah, and uh, so far we've barely gotten any information on it. I mean, the pilot is kind of confused about what really happened. He was there have been articles saying that he wasn't or he was injured. Mm-hmm. But let's assume that he was injured, because I mean, it, it must—it's a crash.
0: Yeah, I've got to believe he was at least wrapped. Yeah, know. you know, I like you. I read some accounts where they said he walked away with no injuries. I read some that said people found him with, you know, blood dripping from his head and confused
1: about where he was. Yeah. But yeah, no information on uh, what really happened or what the main cause was. Yeah, the the FAA
0: and the National Transportation Safety Board are both investigating the crash. Now, I don't know how long an investigation takes it, it from those institutions and I don't know if they're ever going to share those results publicly. I don't know if we're ever going to know what happened with that crash, but it, it certainly struck close to home for us just because we were 24 hours away from being an eyewitness. I'm going to skip to another thing that happened just a little bit before that, and this happened literally days before our first um, fishing expedition out there. Um, someone found a deceased victim um, on the path at Bussy Woods, and the, the, the way it was described is they found an unresponsive man covered in blood, and the police later declared he was deceased. Now, my first thought when I heard that is, oh my gosh, there is a dog man out there. It tore somebody up on the path. Now, I read a little further about that. you know, uh, There was another report that came out a few days later that said that it was actually a suicide. The man had shot himself in the head. Now, again, I'm going to ask you to just put a pin in that with the rest of these phenomenon we've been talking about, because I think there's a way to draw a line through all of them, Um, but let's finish discussing what what else has happened out there. A a little bit older history, there was a 1989 Tribune article that warned of increasing satanic worship taking place in forest preserves, like satanic cults. There was an interview with a police lieutenant or police captain in that, I believe.
1: Yeah, I mean the police officer supposedly made the statement that if you went into the woods by yourself or even as a group, it doesn't matter, you would not have time to pull out a gun or defend yourself in any way, because of uh, cults in there would would just attack you in some way. Apparently, they're very violent. I won't say that those are exactly common in forest preserves, but there have been many cases of that, obviously, and uh, it's kind of unfortunate yeah. how that is uh how they're always hostile i guess not always but
0: now you see that was around the time that i was a teenager or a young adult and that was around the time i was starting my paranormal investigating so i was going Mm. to cemeteries and stuff as well and it did seem like there was a lot more satanic activity back then i mean it, it seemed like everywhere i went there were like animal mutilations and upside-down crosses and symbols carved into
1: trees um, it, it was it was spooky and we managed to avoid a lot of that i think because we don't go that deep into forests and mm-hmm. stuff if we were to go really deep in there i'm sure we would find some satanic circle and a bunch of dead animals around it i've never understood why they chose forest preserves anyway why couldn't they just like rent down an area in some <laughs> building <laughs>
0: Well, I guess it's cheaper. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was something about the connection to nature, or maybe there is something drawing all of these activities to forest preserves in general and this forest preserve in particular. That's the the central question that I think all of this stuff raises. I mean, we we look at these things and they're. Supposedly not related. You could you could very easily say this is coincidence. Is if you take any stretch of, you know, two or three miles anywhere in the United States, you might find a couple of these things happening there. But plane crash. What could cause a plane crash? Maybe an electromagnetic pulse of some sort that knocks out the instruments? Huh. Electromagnetic pulses or, or changes in the electromagnetic field can also affect the brain. Cause somebody to do something odd, like shoot themselves. If you, if you go another route, um, if there is an energy about this place, maybe it's the sort of energy that would attract someone who wants to perform a satanic ritual. Maybe it would also attract someone who is feeling frustrated and de- depressed and near the end of his life and wants to connect with something else on a on some deeper level as he passes and gives up his life and moves on to the next one
1: maybe that suicide was for a reason for some personal reason i'm not sure but maybe it was on the satanic level it was somewhere involved in that
0: maybe maybe and the dogman sightings could those cryptids be drawn to whatever energy is in this place the same way that a plane could be drawn to it or A depressed person could be drawn to it, or Satan worshippers could be drawn to it. Is it possible that UFOs are drawn to it? Is it possible that UFOs are creating whatever energy field is there? There are just so many questions that this raises when you get all this activity in one area. Do you think a portal is more likely, or do you think an electromagnetic field, or do you think it's coincidence?
1: Cryptids try to like protect these things, like you guys mentioned, like the worshipping and whatnot. But there's also the indian burial grounds that's a great point as well there's a lot that these like cryptids and aliens could protect really if again if if someone
0: were doing a satanic ritual and they were doing their homework they would look for a place of power a place like a native american burial ground or a native american altar so maybe they're not just randomly picking a forest preserve. Maybe they're going out to a specific site where uh, there are powerful, ancient Native American medicine men buried there. Uh, something in that realm. And maybe because of these rituals or because of these things buried out there,
1: you've got cryptids protecting it, as he said. Yeah. Or, you know,
0: Mothman protecting it.
1: Or Dogman, I keep making this point every podcast. Mm-hmm. Dogman is similar to a hellhound. Yeah, and hellhounds are known for protecting cemeteries or burial grounds. Yep. Yeah. And with Mothman and UFOs, they have a great, um, like bird's eye view of that kind of stuff. So it makes so, sense. So you've got protection high and low. They've got a whole security team <laughs> of it. <pirates. laughs> Or are the UFOs
0: trying to extract that energy or that power from those areas and Dog Man and the other cryptids are protecting it? It poses so many weird interesting questions and it all kind of depends on what you believe. I mean, if you don't believe in cryptids, if you don't believe in UFOs, if you don't believe in um, ghosts or or, uh, Native American spiritualism or any of that, then it's a really simple answer. It's a forest preserve. A lot of people go to the forest preserve, weird things are bound to happen. If you do believe in any or all of these other things, then it's so easy to draw a line through all of them. It's so easy to connect them and just say, okay, well, this is a place of power. This is like a mini Bermuda Triangle or something where, Weird things in this part of Illinois are just drawn to this particular location. And and we keep seeing that over and over, you know, whether it's uh, Bray Road in Wisconsin, or um, we talked about. Uh, Cuba Road in Barrington you know we talked about Elk Grove Village but maybe it's more specific than outgrove maybe it's the bussy woods area and and of course further south you've got the the Cahokia mounds and little, little Egypt and southern Illinois the same
1: sites keep coming up over and over and over again yeah and the further we look into these places the more we're going to be able to make a, a concluding uh idea of what why these things are coming up and why there are so many reports of so many varieties of different things
0: those are our thoughts if you have any thoughts to share then uh, we'd love to hear them by all means please leave a comment in our comments section if you've seen something in bussy woods or elsewhere and don't want to attach your name to it just fill out our anonymous contact form please remember to subscribe to our newsletter and to Like our podcast, tell your friends, subscribe if you haven't done so already. And as always, thank you for listening.